Hey guys, welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh. This is episode number 34. So this week on the episode, I had a great conversation with the guys from the band True North. Uh, They're based out of L.A. for the most part. Um, And yeah, we just had a a really cool conversation. I just recently featured them on the Weekend Waves playlist that we do on Spotify. If you guys aren't following that, you should probably head over there and check that out. Um, But, you know, just happened upon them, you know, as a new release type of track thing and really dug what I was hearing. So I reached out to them um, and just asked if they'd be interested and you know they're in the middle of kind of writing some new material and stuff like that so we had a really great conversation about kind of all aspects you know how the band formed and how they kind of met each other in in school and things like that um the writing process for them the the sound and direction that they're trying to go and things like that it, it was a really cool conversation it's always nice when you can get you know, multiple members from the band, um, because everybody has different insight, especially in a a group like this, where they're all kind of similar in their, their backgrounds, um, which we talk about in the, the episode here. Um, you know, they, they met at school, things like that kind of had the same, um, career paths and things like that. And, for them creatively to be able to mesh together and everything. It's just really cool um, to kind of hear their story and the, the way the process works for them. So let's jump into our conversation with the band true North. Cool. So um, yeah, basically to, to start off with on the, the podcast, what we'll do is um, kick off. You said there's three of you there, so let's do uh, your name, what you do in the band, and just kind of a quick background on you. Cool. Uh, I'll start since I've already been talking. Um, my name's Joel, and I play lead guitar in the band, and I also produce. Awesome. Uh, I'm Tim. I sing in the band, and I help write songs and lyrics. Awesome. And uh, I'm Sean, and I play guitar, do backup vocals, all that jazz. Yeah, sweet. Um, so for, for people that aren't familiar with you guys, um, give just a quick little background on the band, you know, kind of the, the formation and where the inspiration comes from for your sound. Um, yeah, we started back in 2015? 2015. Well, I think you started writing, like, demos in like 2014 yeah the, the lines are a little blurred um, <laughs> but the, we all met at um the three of us here are original members that we all met at musicians institute where we attended uh, as well as our drummer i guess i guess we all attended musicians institute but um yeah so the three of us and our drummer founded the band back then um and it's definitely evolved since the beginning we kind of like our first ep was very collective in terms of the sound we weren't exactly sure what we were going for and there was just a lot of different influences kind of left and right a little bit all over the map and uh since then we've kind of narrowed it a little bit we've kind of taken on more of like a like a pop rock post hardcore type sound um that's largely based on like like lead guitar riffs with 
melodic chords and catchy hooks, and that's kind of what we try to go for more times than not nowadays. Um, yeah, I mean, well, when we first started, we were like, what do we all have in common as far as music taste goes, which is, like, the story so far, and, like, a bunch of, like, pop-punk, el- like, elements, Yeah. which our first EP is, like, heavily pop-punk with, like, there's, like, one track that's, like, very post-hardcore, and so it's kind of, like, a weird mix, but then as, like, we started releasing more stuff, we tried to, like, make it more of, like, a whole sound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, yeah, and I think that's that's a a thing that everybody kind of goes through is trying to find your own voice. You know, um, it's easy to to kind of mimic the sounds of your your influences or what you listen to, but to you know find out how to to mold it to fit your personality specifically is is the trick. surprisingly long time to, to really figure that out yeah yeah i mean i think that's just the the nature of the beast nowadays though you know there's so many bands that sound exactly the same it's i think it's easy to get drawn into that yeah absolutely you gotta find ways i mean especially with like you know the evolution of the internet it's so easy for anyone to to put out music now and so there's just a lot more to cut through so i think it's even more so nowadays than it might have used to yeah. Before internet. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so, let's talk a little bit about about school. You guys said you went to the the Musicians Institute. Yeah, a couple of us um, went there to learn recording, engineering, and producing. And uh, that's how I, the singer, met Joel, who's our guitar player and producer. And we we met a drummer, our our current drummer, Michael from the same program and just kind of, well, not the same program, but same same cool. friend group community generally. And we were all kind of just interested in jamming. We really, we really didn't have any aspirations to be a band or anything. And <clears throat> once we were meeting up, it was just super fun to write songs and come up with stuff naturally on the spot. So we decided to look for other members and um, we, we kind of just looked inward to the community and found people that we knew and knew of, and we we kind of brought Sean and our original bass player named Victor Kusaka into the band, um, and we were kind of just a school band for a while, just kind of playing school showcases and little things here and there, and then I think it kind of just got more serious over time, mm-hmm. and you know even from school like that that became our community the the community of Hollywood musicians all kind of revolve around either schools or, you know, playing shows, moving to the community and area. So that was just a great foot in the door for all of us. You know, some of us are from out of town. Some of us are from in L.A., but it was just a great connecting factor. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, so for the for the production, you know, standpoint, obviously having a leg up, knowing the the ins and outs of it and being able to do most of it yourself how do you feel like that's kind of armed you, you know, in this day where pretty much anybody can put music out on the internet, but it's really about making sure yours sounds a little bit better? Oh, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I keep telling a lot of my, like, my friends um, that, like, we are super, super lucky to have two guys in the band that know how to mix, master, record, like, all that stuff because it saves us 
so much freaking money. Like, I don't even yeah. want to know what the <laughs> if I were to like log how much it would cost to release everything we've released so far. But yeah, Joel and Tim both fucking kill it when it comes to recording. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys. It's also really nice to be able to have complete control over your vision and to just have the five of us having the ears and having our opinions be the opinions for the music and it's nice to be able to kind of like realize everything that we want ourselves instead of having to try and explain it to somebody else who might not feel the same way and you know there's benefits to working with other people but for us it's just been really awesome i'm super picky and yeah. <laughs> perfectionistic so there's already five of us and we're all like pretty opinionated yeah. <laughs> it might push it over the edge <laughs> yeah and i i think that's you know one of those things until you uh you know get on the level where like neil avron or somebody like that is producing your record it you know what i mean right. like, your vision is and what you, you want Exactly, and you know, there's, there's certain people who I would definitely feel comfortable like handing off the production to, but no one who, because we're an independent band, we don't right. have any like moments, so no one who would really be able to afford. So it just it just makes sense to to continue producing it ourselves. I feel like I know our sound at this point because we've been together for so long, and I've been producing the band the whole time, and so it just makes sense to keep doing it. Yeah, and I mean definitely not blowing smoke up your ass so don't take it that way but like production quality wise for everything i've heard on spotify um i mean you're talking professional level mixing it i think you've got good levels on everything it it doesn't sound you know cheap indie thank you i appreciate that it's definitely like a a learning curve because i mean right. when we started is when i was kind of still just learning how to produce so our sound is definitely like progressed like at the same rate as my production skills and I feel like now we're kind of just finally coming getting to a place where it's like anything we put out I already know we're gonna be able to make it like compete with, right. with you know label bands but yeah it's definitely a pretty big learning curve there's some some earlier stuff that you know I still listen back to and I'm like god damn <laughs> yeah yeah awesome um, so let's talk a little bit about some of the, the newer releases. You just released a piece of you, which landed on one of our, um, weekend waves playlists. So, um, talk about kind of just the, the vision you have for, you know, obviously COVID fucked up 2020, but, uh, kind of what the plan for 2020 is, as, as far as you guys musically. Yeah. Um, we've, we've been spending a lot of time kind of behind the scenes, just recording, things, you know, electric, uh, acoustic as well, a little bit of stuff. So we've kind of just been spending the last year, even before COVID hit, just trying to stockpile and write a ton of material. This is the first song we've released since 20, 2017, 2018? 2018. 2018. We released a couple covers. Right, right. We released a couple things here and there, but nothing substantial. <clears throat> and so I'm excited. We have a lot of stuff that is now almost done and almost ready to roll out as a result. Mm -hmm. We actually have a song coming out this Friday, which is the second awesome. uh, single. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so this will go up the Wednesday following that. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll awesome. see for sure, you know, try to tag that, that song in with their, uh, you know, when the podcast goes live. Um, so you mentioned you, you've done some, some covers and things like that. Um, Let's talk about that a little bit, too, because, you know, I think that's something a lot of bands got away from there for a while, where 
I don't know if it was like a conscious decision of, you know, we don't want to do somebody else's work or, you know, kind of what that deal was. But the, the couple covers I've heard from you guys, I, I like the mix. I like the, the variations that you do. How do you go into that, you know, kind of mindset or that thought process on we're going to do a cover and this is what we're going to do? Um, I guess we've only we've put out three covers. The more recent ones, we did we did a cover of "Leaves You to Love Me" by Selena Gomez. Yep. And that was kind of we were we had a lot of stuff on the back burner, which is now starting to come out, and we wanted like something to kind of like buffer in between. We didn't want it to just just serve as a buffer, but we kind of needed to you know get back into releasing music. It's been a while, yeah, at that point since we've released anything. Mm-hmm. So we were like, well, how do we get? just like a little bit of attention on us so we're on people's radar for this next big release that we have. Which was yeah. yeah. There's a little bit of to be honest. I noticed that, you know, there's a song that was, you know, the, like the biggest song in LA at the moment. So we kind of just decided, I thought it sounded cool as a rock song and we kind of decided to go with it. And we, you know, we arranged it and recorded it within like, I don't know, like a week, something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the decided to start promoting it and put it out so that we could have something in between, you know, where we were and where, we're, where we are now. So. Awesome. Uh, so what's the, the writing process look for you like for you guys? You know, you said there's five of you. You're all pretty opinionated. Is it one of those things where you kind of um, – do you all individually write different parts and then come together and be like, hey, does this all mesh? Or do you, like, lay out lyrics first and then try to, you know, track over it? So pretty much, I write everything. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, pretty much the, uh, it, it, it always seems to depend. Like, sometimes, like, with this next song that's about to come out on Friday, um, Tim really just, like, hammered out and, like, pretty much wrote most everything. Like, I don't know if he consulted you at all. Or, but he, he wrote, like, melody, lyrics, guitar stuff, and I think Joel, I think, sprinkled some stuff in as well. But, uh... <laughs> So sometimes, like, one of us will kind of take the lead on the writing, but generally what happens is Joel will get bored and write an entire instrumental. (laughs) And then he'll, like, put it on our Google Drive and it's like, yo, check this song out or, like, check this riff out. And then at that point is when all the members kind of get involved and we're like, okay, like, let's change this or him and I will write lyrics and, like, melodies over something and pretty much goes from there. So, yeah. I've kind of found that there's, like, two different writing processes that we have and one of them is what Sean just mentioned where I'll like write a demo and I'll put it in the drive and then kind of get feedback from the rest of the band and then typically Tim and Sean will do the top line or Tim will just like write an entire fucking song record it the demo <laughs> and send it to me and then and those are pretty much like the two ways that we write songs I also want to point out that everyone in the band plays guitar including the drummer and you know everyone has written at least one lead that's made it on a song or record. Sean's written like seven leads at least that have made it on like songs or things. Like it can be definitely like super collaborative and yeah. I would also just say that some of our best work has been totally random where you know <laughs> like, all like, the drums <laughs> like <laughs> what, what was it fucking Michael came out with like one of the best leads in the entire <laughs> like any of our discography like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice There's definitely a single way to do it. yeah and, you know every band's different i've i've talked to some bands where you know the 
the front man or, or lead singer is like, nope, I put all the lyrics out and then they track, you know, whatever after that or, you know, they've they've got their set ways. And I, I think it comes out better in kind of your guys' setup where everybody has a little bit of say in it and, you know, can can contribute in different ways and things like that because then, to me, that's where, you know, the passion of playing it comes in. It's not just, oh, I had to write this for this. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a, as mundane. It's something that you guys all enjoy. Yeah, right. I think everyone's a little more invested when they've had, you know, right. creative input. You know, there's definitely pros and cons, though, because I think, it's, I think it's a little harder to, like we were talking about earlier, to, like, find a specific sound, you know, when everyone has an opinion. Right. Um, I think at the end of the day, we we get an, a little bit of an like a creative edge from everyone contributing, so... Yeah. It might take a little longer the process, but I think at the end of the day, we come out better because of it. Yeah, but and, and I think that's the thing with the, you know, being genuine to the music, right? You know, it's not somebody else's song, you know, you're not taking, other than your covers, you're not taking Selena Gomez lyrics and trying to make that yours. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so general popular. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, um... You said you guys have, have been working on some stuff. Are you planning on an EP for this year, or are you going to go full length? What's what's kind of the plan there? I think for now, we're gonna we're gonna drop a few singles and just kind of promote them and have fun. I'm looking forward to what shows are starting up, and we're able to promote ourselves like that once again. Um, and then, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we have some acoustic stuff that. We've always loved doing acoustic shows as well and, you know, throwing that more mellow vibe into the mix. Yeah. And so we're really going to be, like, doing things here and there and just kind of experimenting. But ultimately, I think within the next year or two, we want to start writing a full-length record. Awesome. Um, So, yeah, with that... I'm based out of the Midwest. I'm about an hour north of Indianapolis. Um, You guys are out in L.A., what is the kind of the plan out there, I guess? So in Indiana, like, I think it's it's either this week or next. Um, they can start having some shows. They have to be, you know, under a certain capacity and things like that. But are are you guys anywhere near that, that level with COVID yet, or is it still a process out there? I haven't heard anything about it. I mean, I guess I've heard, like, that I think the goal was like first week of July was kind of like supposed to be the like resurgence, I guess, like people can come out and stuff <laughs> right. like that. Right. That means that like there might be local shows or whatever. But I mean, there's been, I've, I've been trying to be like checking like CDC stuff and then also like California stuff like that. And I haven't really seen anything like that publicized. So I, I have no idea. I mean, we're definitely, like, extremely eager to get back out there and play shows. Uh, and we even, like, I mean, pre-COVID, we were planning on, you know, starting the tour this year. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Right. R.I.P. <laughs> uh, but we definitely want to, like, be cautious and, and stay when it comes to, like, getting back into playing shows. So um, if that means, like, waiting a little longer, then we'll definitely do that. But, yeah, I mean... Once, once it's safe to start playing shows, we definitely want to hit the road, start touring, and start, you know, promoting these songs that we're writing. Awesome. 
Um, any plans for doing any sort of like, uh, you know, live streams, things like that, that a lot of, of bands have been doing? We've played with the idea. So far, we don't have anything definitively planned to do a, a live show or anything. Um, sometimes we do little acoustic things on our on yeah. our own pages. Table slams five white claws and then go live <laughs> on our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We definitely do it a little more impromptu. We haven't we haven't planned to do any like um, any like actual live stream shows, but we you know we live stream here and there when we're writing in the studio or when we kind of just you know feel like playing a few songs for for whoever's around to listen. But yeah, I think the only planned one we did was we did like a Q and A like a month or two ago, um, and that was fun. It was basically like. Uh, people asking us questions while me and a bass player, who's also my roommate, we just like played beer pong and answered questions. <laughs> nice, nice. I mean, there's only so many times you can live stream for people are like, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, and I, I totally agree. And I think that's been kind of the the process for even the bigger bands, you know, like, um, like Silverstein. Shane Told did like a little living room set and then they did their their whole band uh, quarantine video thing that they made. And it's like, okay, but how many of these can we do? As big of a fan of Silverstein as I am, how many of these can we do before it's just like, cool, we don't care, like, get out on the road? Yeah, true. I mean, there's just, like, such a large element missing. Like, there's a big disconnect between, you know, being on live stream and actually being there and, like, witnessing the show. So I just don't really feel like it has the same, quite the same impact. Yeah, no, and I, I definitely agree with that. Um, a buddy of mine, we got together on Friday, Newfound Glory dropped their new album and did that. Uh, they called it a songathon, and they played uh, forty songs on live stream, and it was really cool. But like, as we're both lifetime Newfound Glory fans, and we were sitting there on the couch and like we kept talking, you know what I mean? Stuff we wouldn't do at a concert. Like we're talking, we get up, walk away. Like it, it was cool, but it's it's there's an energy missing between it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. I was going to say, um, so as things progress, you know, you guys are still fairly early in the, the stages of kind of coming back with new material and things like that. Um, are you planning on, you know, any, you said you've got a new single coming out Friday, any new like um, music videos or, or anything like that that you want to do? We have all the music video ideas that we would like to do, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's definitely... We were actually talking about this earlier. We never have trouble coming up with ideas for music videos and just, like, creative ideas outside of the music, um, just in general. But, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we are an independent band, so our funds do limit us sometimes. But, right. yeah, we have... We do a couple music videos. Um, we have... One, I guess I can't really give any like exact releases yet because we're it kind of got pushed back due to, to COVID. Our drummer yeah. is actually stuck in Canada right now because of COVID. Um, so it's kind of just whenever he gets back, we can actually start planning to do a music video. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah, um, at least yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Um, so for all the uh, the songs that you've got out. Piece of You um, just dropped, uh, what, a couple weeks ago? About three weeks ago? Yeah. Something like that. 
Um, so is the, the new material mostly like that, or is there still some variation in, in the sound? There's definitely some variation, I think. Um, what, what I really like about the new batch of songs, they're like, they all fall in the realm of like alternative rock, but I think like in different avenues. So where like Peace of You was definitely like alternative rock, but like fairly poppy melody lines, um, vocally. Right. Uh, other stuff that's about to follow suit kind of hits in different areas, but like stays in that same field. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's similar, but different. It's definitely more, I think it's definitely more cohesive than our previous releases. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that. Okay. Yeah, so all in the same ballpark at this point now, but maybe not in the same positions. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, let's talk about real quick, just kind of your, your song content. You know, you guys are, I've, I've checked out, you know, most of the catalog, if not all of it that's on, on Spotify and you guys tackle a couple of different, uh, avenues, you know, some of them sound like, you know, relationship songs. Some of them sound like mental health songs. Um, you know, I guess, is it, a conscious decision to make sure that you're writing about stuff that you've experienced or is it more about what people would, would relate to? <laughs> I definitely think that, <clears throat> I mean, the only time I'll write about something that I haven't been through is if the vision, if there's some sort of message or punchline or vision that I see that I'm like, wow, that would be a really, that would make a great song. Then maybe I would come up with some sort of theoretical situation, but I don't know. Part of part of writing lyrics for me is just writing about stuff that I've gone through and that all my friends are going through right now, and stuff that's just kind of relevant to people in my position. I think, and you know, also to kind of tackle your your point about the song topics. I don't think we'll ever stray too far away from that. Just kind of what we're going through and generally how to overcome, you know the tides of life. We, we talk about mental health. We talk about relationships. We talk about, you know, family memories, issues. family issues, you know, just things, I guess, that, that I've seen that people around me struggle because of, or, you know, I don't know. I mean, we just really wanted to make sure that we weren't, I guess the only like main conscious action was we didn't want to write only about exes and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> right. like, like so many other artists, not to knock anybody, but it's like, I'd have more of a broad, like, selection of stuff, I guess. So, like, things like, like, Disconnect, which was, like, a really abstract song for Tim and I to write about, which essentially, like, being about the negative impacts of what social media can do to you, like, on a mental health standpoint. Yeah. Like, just try to write, like, I guess just challenge ourselves to write, like, more broad or, like, on different topics. Awesome. Uh, so let's touch on that real quick, because I've I've talked about this in other episodes with other artists and um, a guy from To Write Love on Our Arms about the, kind of the toxicity of social media and the importance of, you know, like that song, disconnecting so that you, you just aren't drowning in it all the time. Um, what do you guys kind of do to to disconnect from social media or to to take, you know, those troll comments or whatever and put them in perspective? Well, 
following our own advice might <laughs> might be worth uh, at least speaking personally. But um, I mean, it, as far as like disconnect goes, it was like heavily focused on things like Instagram and like like a, like comparing yourself physically to other people or like their lifestyle or something like that. Um, like I don't know. I guess the whole point of that was just like turn off Instagram and, like, stop comparing yourself to these people that are, like, seem like it's all perfect. Right. Like, anywhere from the way they look to their lifestyle or their relationships or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it feels like it's, like, less about, like, just spending less time on social media in general and more about, like Sean was saying, like, using that social media as a means to compare yourself. Yeah, awesome. I think that's a... That's, um you know, a, a good message to have because social media, Instagram specifically, can be very, very fake. Um, you know, there there's so many um, times that people, you know, how many selfies do you take before you post it? You know, everything's got to be perfect type of situation. And it's like, if you saw that person's real life for 10 minutes, you wouldn't even care what they post anymore. Right. Very true. Awesome. Um, so yeah, let's go into, uh, kind of to, to wrap things up here for us. Um, I always try to end with a couple kind of fun questions before, um, you know, letting you plug everything and things like that. Uh, so for you guys, I've kind of got a twofold question and, and all of you can answer on it. Um, since you've done a couple, you know, um, covers here lately and, and whatnot, the first one is going to be, uh, if you could have anybody pick one of your songs to cover, who would it be and what song? And then the other side of that is if, you know, the time comes and you get your dream collaboration on a song, who's that going to be? That's an awesome question. (laughs) Hold on. I mean, I would love to hear, okay, like, I, I haven't thought about this for very long, but the first thing that comes to mind uh, with the cover question, mm-hmm. I would love to hear Periphery cover Disconnect, because Disconnect is, like, one of our more intense technical songs, and I just feel like a band like Periphery would just have such a cool twist on it. I mean, like, those guys are just, like, insane on guitar and drums. Just every instrumentalist in the band is just, like, extremely talented, so it'd be really cool to hear what they would do. Yeah, awesome. All right, I got it. <laughs> Ariana Grande <laughs> covering Piece of You. Okay. Could you do that be a pop song? <laughs> 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 uh, I'd, love, I'd love to have that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible? I, I mean, it's Ariana Grande, so yeah, I think anything's possible with her, man.
pretty tones and his harsh, aggressive tones are super, you know, legit. And they're, I don't know, I really, like, and obviously, you know, it's really sad he passed away and it's never going to happen, but, man, so he's that answer. Yeah, if I could choose anyone, maybe. <laughs> what song would he send it? Oh, um, man. Him to reflect. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. I, I truly don't know. Um. <laughs> I can picture him covering time to reflect and just screaming one line, the entire part of the bridge break down. <laughs> 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 just scream, scream, scream the entire three and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, what was the, sorry, what was the other half of the question? So, yeah, the, the other half is uh, your dream collab. So you get to pick anybody. Who would you want to have collab on a record? I would love to collaborate with the singer from 30 Seconds to Mars. I think he's also really sick. Jared, Jared Leto. Jared Watch. Yeah, solid. <laughs> I think that would be, like, one of my, like, insane range collabs. Um, I think Youngblood is a really sick That's new artist. Oh, uh, true. Uh, yeah. I think he's got a... Um, I don't know. If somebody with a cool collaborator from, from that world, that's not just, like, another band can I... Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna steal your answer and I'll just say Young Blood. Yeah. Awesome. I'm gonna say 1975. That would be fucking. Like, if we could make, like, technical guitar parts slash groovy synth wave. Yeah, some funkiness. (laughs) And then, like, suddenly Tim has curly hair. Like, what's his name? (laughs) Matty. Solid. Solid. All right. So um, for the last couple minutes or however long it takes you, I'm going to let you guys plug anything you want to plug. Um, you know, I'm going to link all the different social medias and stuff like that. We'll tag the, the new releases and things. But, you know, tell tell fans anything you want to tell them, where to find you, all that sort of stuff. Our OnlyFans account is LinkedIn. <laughs> 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 I think um, I think all of our social media should be at It's True North. Um, aside from our Twitter, I believe, which is uh, True North Band LA, I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been trying to message Twitter forever to try to get somebody else has It's True North, of course, and they're completely inactive. But everything else is It's True North. Sweet. Uh, in terms of anything else we want to plug, I guess this will be out. Tearing at the Seams is our song that's coming out this Friday. I guess this episode will be out by that time. So if you're hearing this, check out Tearing at the Seams. Um, And, yeah, in the upcoming couple months, I think we're going to try to consistently drop a single every month. So just look out for that, too. Awesome. Awesome. Anything else? Thanks so much for uh, for having us on. Yeah. Yeah. Not not a problem, guys. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, So... I always on the outro of the the podcast. I I always play you know part of one of one of that band's songs. Do you want pieces of you or a piece of you or um, or the new track? I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess tearing at the scene since that's you know our most recent release. You okay. Play that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. we'll put part of that in there for them and and you know make sure we're linking over for it for you guys. So. Um, you know, hopefully everything clears up soon with COVID, uh, you know, maybe tour can happen for you guys soon, you know, looking forward to new music and things like that. And, um, I'm sure we'll, we'll definitely be in touch again for, for some more conversation. Yeah. 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 Yeah
Yeah, yeah, we'd love that. Absolutely, man. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right. Later. Have a good day. You too. Later. And that was my conversation with the band True North. Uh, as always, you know, hope you guys enjoyed that. These guys are still fairly young in the, the music industry, um, but I don't think that's going to hold them back, you know, with all of them having kind of the production background and things like like that, you know, that knowledge set. Um, I, I really think there's potential for them to have some really cool sounds come out of that and maybe you know each of them taking turns kind of mixing things or whatever I I think there's a lot of potential organic growth with this band and I'm really excited to see where they go Um, as always make sure you follow their socials I'll have those linked in the description below Um, you know we want to promote community and and growth and fan base and things like that. And one of the biggest things that you guys can do, I've said it in in previous episodes and everything as well, but, you know, going over to their socials, giving them a follow, if, you know, it's Instagram, give them a heart on a picture, whatever, you know, there's there's just these little things that cost nothing but a few moments of your time that exponentially increase the visibility of of an artist and it's absolutely free for you to do those things whether it's sharing a post or liking a status or whatever the case may be that is hugely helpful to those artists um so definitely definitely do that uh and as we were talking at the end of the episode there you guys already know we're going to play tearing at the seams by true north remember guys take care of yourselves take care of each other and you make the scene Just